Hi everyone, this is Jeremy Thompson, and welcome to episode 2 of the Thompson Running Show, where I'm going to give you some pointers on how to bomb a marathon in three easy steps. I actually went out and ran a marathon in my neighborhood on Tuesday of this week, because I was supposed to run the Louisiana Marathon on January 17th, and it got postponed to March the 7th. And I decided to defer that race because of a couple injuries that cropped up. I didn't think my body could handle six to eight weeks more of training, whatever that was going to be. And because uh, running a marathon in Louisiana in March was not something uh, that sounded very enticing. Uh, so I just wanted to give you some pointers because I went out Tuesday and completely bombed my marathon attempt that I ran just to kind of see where I was at. So number one would be to make sure that you injure yourself during training. About four weeks back on a long run, I ended up starting to have some issues with my foot. And then about a week after that, I actually had a hamstring pull. <clears throat> and part of that was just not really keeping up with the strength aspect of the training program that I was working on, not necessarily lifting weights, but I was using Brad Hudson's book, Run Faster, from the 5K to the marathon, and for his strength work, he prescribes quite a bit of, or quite a number of hill sprints, and I've been kind of skimping a little bit on the hill sprints, because if you are from Hammond or the surrounding areas, you know that it is almost impossible to find a hill in the area, so you actually have to kind of work at it. Usually, uh, if I was going to do those, I would go to the southeastern parking garage, but I usually do my training in the mornings and getting out here to the college or out there to the college in the mornings was just not uh, possible sometimes. So I probably needed to work in some evening workouts out at the college. The other aspect of it was just getting ahead of my training plan probably. I had a couple of benchmark workouts that I was looking towards towards the end of the program. One was 18 or 20 miles at marathon pace plus 10% and one was marathon pace plus 20 seconds. And I actually ended up hitting those targets but I hit them both about two weeks early. So it could be that even though I could hit those targets when I did that maybe if I'd have been a little bit more patient and kept some of those earlier runs easier and maybe I wouldn't have gotten uh, injured in the long run. So it's not really an excuse. It's more of something that I did wrong in my training plan along the way. So, yeah, number one, if you want to bomb out on a marathon, make sure that you hurt yourself <laughs> during your training. And it'll, it'll be a sure way to make your time drop dramatically from what you expected. Number two would be to go out way too fast, way too early. And in my defense, uh, I was training to try and run a marathon at 3 hours and 10 minutes to try for a Boston qualifier. And Daniels and McMillan had predicted me out to somewhere around 310, 312, 314, something like that. And then 538's marathon predictor had me at like 318, 322, something like that. So I didn't come out crazy fast compared to the race predictors that I looked at, but probably came out too fast considering I had about four weeks off and I started out and my legs felt 
incredibly fresh. <laughs> Felt super well rested, and that was for a reason, but it turns out that kind of my aerobic capacity probably suffered a little bit for not having run much for four weeks. And if I had been realistic and come out a little bit slower than I did, I probably would have ended up running a faster time. So yeah, number one, make sure that you hurt yourself during your training. Number two would be to come out entirely too fast, and that's a rookie mistake. And just about everybody who runs a marathon will do it at some point. If it's not the first time that you run one, it'll be another time when you're shooting for some kind of time goal or something like that. And number three, make sure that you make uh, some pretty significant mental mistakes on the day that you go out to run. Uh, mine happened to be not staying hydrated. I thought with the cooler temperatures I'd be okay and wouldn't need much in the way of fluids. It turned out being a little bit warmer, but part of my problem is, is that I don't like running with a hydration pack or a bottle in my hand because it sloshes around too much but I probably should have set those dislikes aside since I was running a marathon in my neighborhood and there weren't water stations or anything like that around and I could feel my lips starting to chap up and I ended up by the end I think I'd probably lost between three and four percent body weight and maybe maybe a little bit more but Usually after 2%, you start to feel the effects from what I read. So, yeah, make sure that you make a big mental mistake and don't hydrate yourself or something like that. In all seriousness, this was just kind of something that I went out to do just to see what I could do. And as runners, we should never take ourselves too seriously, but I'll always consider the things that we did poorly, the things that we did well, so that we can build upon what we did well and try not to repeat past mistakes but I did have a lot of things go well in my last training cycle that I did. I was probably more consistent with my training than I've ever been in the past. My daughter began to drive to school so I ended up having quite a bit of extra time in my day that I could devote to training so this has been as consistent as I've been. And I think that was reflected. I had a couple of personal bests in the 5K and in half marathon that I think were probably more reflective of the fitness level I was at during this training cycle. I ran something like 133.41 or 15 or something like that for half marathon. And that was on a pretty warm day with a headwind. So I felt pretty good about that time and feel like that bodes well for if next January I try to make another run at a Boston qualifying time. Yeah, so that went well. And then, like I said earlier, I, I hit a lot of my targets that I felt like I needed to hit, a 20-mile run at a marathon pace plus 20 seconds, and, and felt pretty good on that one. And then I uh, also got to, you know, I maintained my training with... Mark and Jason and just kept those days to kind of hang out but also started running with a group in Mandeville some Sunday mornings and made a few friends through that so it was a really good training cycle I ended up actually it was a personal best in the marathon because I never really trained to run one very fast or anything so finally broke four hours for that and ran 356.01 so a lot of things went well and there were some things to improve on 
and uh, looking forward to the next training cycle. If you're interested in just kind of a way to go through and evaluate a training cycle, the book that I mentioned earlier, Brad Hudson's Run Faster from the Marathon, from the 5k to the marathon is the book that I was using for training but he's also got a chapter on improving from year to year and those were some of the questions that I kind of asked myself after this training cycle was done was was I consistent in my training did I avoid injuries and if not you know what were the problems there how did my races go did I stay balanced in my training and then what are some things that I can experiment with in the future and what are my goals for the coming year? So in terms of experiments for the future, I felt like maybe this training cycle was a little bit long. It was 20 weeks, his uh, level three marathon training program. So I may shoot next uh, fall if I train for another marathon to uh, go for a 16 week program or something like that because that's when things started to <laughs> fall apart was about at the 16 week mark and then to set my goals at maybe about 19.20 for 5k maybe around 40 minutes for 10k and then 128.30 for half marathon and that's not for the near future would but would be more for like next fall and then and the other question that he has you ask is whether or not you were able to build on past training and I felt really good about that this time that in the past, running a 60-mile week was really kind of a stretch and something to strive towards. And then this time, 60-mile uh, week was getting to be where it was kind of routine. So I feel really good about goals and feel really good going forward. Um, but just, yeah, keep those things in mind if you want to bomb out on a marathon. But if not, try to avoid those mistakes of injuring yourself during training or going out too fast. And then hopefully you won't have to run a marathon in your own neighborhood <laughs> and we'll have some races come back online to where uh, you can actually run a race where there are some aid stations and those sorts of things. So thanks for checking out on episode two and be on the lookout for episode, episode three coming up hopefully sometime around Sunday or Monday.